There is a news outlet called Vox, V-O-X, and Vox has decided that they should not be in any way trusted. Now, they decided this years ago with real nonsense leftist points of view. Tony Katz, Tony Katz today, it's great to be with you guys. But I want to share with you a headline. This is an actual headline from an organization that claims to be a news organization. Here it is. What's behind the anti-Semitism surge in the U.S.? What's be... Hey, this, this is a question? Well, it turns out it is, because as Zach Bouchamp writes, violent anti-Semitism spiked in America during the Israel-Hamas war, and we don't know why. You're the only ones who don't know. Everybody else knows why. And their names are Rashida, Alexandria, Ilhan, and Andre. They are the squad and other Democrats who called Israel an apartheid state. People like Bella Hadid, who chanted from the river to the sea, Palestine will be free, which is a call to genocide. It is these people who initiated, uh, agitated, and advocated for violence against Jews. Uh, this, this is a question? This is a doubt? Let me tell you, uh, Joe Biden goes down to Tulsa, and he says this to the people of Tulsa. He's there to talk about the Tulsa race massacre, 100-year anniversary of a horrible, horrible event. This is what he says. As I said in my address to the Joint Session of Congress, according to the intelligence community, terrorism from white supremacy is the most lethal threat to the homeland today. Not ISIS, not Al-Qaeda, white supremacists. No. No, white supremacists are not a greater threat than ISIS and Al-Qaeda. White supremacists are not a greater threat than Omar, Tlaib, Ocasio-Cortez, and Carson. Maybe that's because I'm Jewish and I'm the guy who's got my head on a swivel ensuring that people aren't coming to attack me. Of course I do. When I'm out with my kids, you better believe I've got a little more attention I'm paying. I mean, I'm always paying attention. Now it's just a little bit more. I guess it's about your point of view, President Biden. White supremacists killed Heather Heyer there in Charlottesville. I absolutely agree that's true. How many people were murdered because of Antifa in Indianapolis, Indiana, in the riots that took place in Portland, Oregon, in Seattle, Washington, in Minneapolis, Minnesota? How many Jews have been attacked? And the Jews aren't being attacked by white people. How many Asian Americans have been attacked and they're not getting attacked by white people? The story they never like to tell. The attacks on Asians in New York are happening from black Americans. Just the facts, ma'am. You think that means that all black people hate Asians? What are you, nuts? Of course not. That's not the argument. The argument is Joe Biden is not telling the truth. Because the idea of what's a greater threat 
White supremacists are not a greater threat to me than Omar Tlaib, Carson, and Ocasio-Cortez and the, the incitement that they gin up. Oh, it is incitement. Right? You call Israel an apartheid state. You say that it has Jim Crow laws. You say that it's colonialist. You say that it's imperialist. You've got people from the Black Lives Matter movement. Here's Patrice Cullors back in 2015. Actions always. Um, the other thing I'll say is Palestine is our generation South Africa. And if... If, if we don't step up uh, boldly and courageously to end the, the imperialist project that's called Israel, um, we're doomed. Just another Jew-hating bigot part of Black Lives Matter. She is what she is. It's not my fault for noticing. Plenty of people have noticed that Black Lives Matter is nothing more than a bill of goods. Nothing more than a bunch of garbage. I was born in Minneapolis in 1985. We called the North Side home at that time, 18th and Queen. When I was two years old, my father was shot and killed. This is Rashad Turner. And Rashad Turner was with Black Lives Matter. And you know what he learned? These people don't care about black lives. I believe the organization stood for exactly what the name implies. Black lives do matter. However, after a year on the inside, I learned they had little concern for rebuilding black families. And they cared even less about improving the quality of education for students in Minneapolis. That was made clear when they publicly denounced charter schools alongside the teachers union. I was an insider in Black Lives Matter, and I learned the ugly truth. The moratorium on charter schools does not support rebuilding the black family. Black Lives Matter was a grift from beginning to end run by Marxists who don't believe in the American way of life and want to destroy Western culture. We've been saying so for a year. We are right. Important lesson for a lot of athletes and celebrities out there who still want to support it. Stop. Support an honest, open, clear, good, valuable education that teaches all of American history. The good, the great, the bad, and the ugly. Stop supporting Black Lives Matter. They're a terrible organization that does nothing but grift and steal from people and do nothing to make lives better. They make no black lives better. They make no any, any lives better. They don't. They just don't. Tlaib, Omar, Andre Carson, Ocasio-Cortez, they don't make lives better. They push anti-Semitism. Vox wants to know what's behind the anti-Semitism surge in the U.S. I just told you. You don't know why there's a spike? You don't want to know why there's a spike. You want to lie to yourself day in and day out. You want to lie to your audience. It's entirely possible that it's random chance, isolated incidents that mean little in the broader scheme of things. It's also possible that the anti-Semitic attacks are part of the generalized surge in American anti-Semitism since 2016, which most experts link to the rise of Donald Trump and the alt-right movement. This is not news. This is propaganda garbage. Dear Lord.
ask yourself, what's more likely? That Jews got attacked in New York and Los Angeles. Remember, they're supposed to be the woke ones. That Jews got attacked in New York and Los Angeles. That synagogues got attacked in Florida. Graffiti and, 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 and broken, etc. Because of Donald Trump, who's been out of office since January, or because of the rhetoric pushed by Tlaib, Omar, Ocasio-Cortez, Andre Carson, and others, since Hamas, a terrorist organization, started attacking Israel. Which do, do, do I need to give you time? Do we, do we need to like uh, get a little Jeopardy music going, a timer, something, anything? We know the answer. And these people, via pseudo-intellectualism, want to somehow get you to believe that what's in front of you isn't real. They want to gaslight you. And of course, make it all about Trump. Last week, the governor of Indiana, Eric Holcomb, went to Israel. He went to Israel because he got invited to Israel. And he said, I'm going. So Eric Holcomb went. He put out a statement, did the governor of Indiana. He put out a statement announcing that he was going. I think he was already there. And the statement talked about his support for Israel. I stand in support of Israel and look forward to meeting with Prime Minister Netanyahu to continue forging an ever stronger Israel-Indiana bond. Growing number of Hoosiers and Hoosier businesses that share strong cultural and economic ties with this country. So when I was invited, I did not hesitate to make this trip to meet in Israel during such an hour of need. Yet Governor Holcomb did no press before and did no press after. As a matter of fact, the only thing that we got was a press release indicating he was going. We got a press release from the Indiana Republican Party showing a picture of the chairman of the Indiana GOP with Prime Minister Netanyahu. Still haven't seen a photo of Eric Holcomb, the governor, with the prime minister, although it's possibly out there. But nothing was sent. The only email we got was from the Indiana Republican Party saying, hey, how would you like to interview the Indiana GOP chairman? who just got back from a trip to Israel. Why is the Indiana GOP chairman going? I don't know. But hey, the more the merrier, I guess. The governor went, why isn't the governor talking? Why isn't the governor coming on the show and discussing Israel? I think the governor Holcomb should be praised for taking that trip. All elected officials who are actively showing their support for Israel should receive applause, especially when they are being attacked by Iran through their terrorist proxy Hamas, as well as being attacked by U.S. politicians like Tlaib and Ocasio-Cortez and Omar and Andre Carson of Indianapolis and far too many others in politics and celebrity culture. The governor of Indiana being, I think, the first governor to go to Israel since uh, Hamas's attack. Other governors should take note of that visit. It was the right thing to do. They should follow suit. But if you're going to visit, you tell your constituents why. If you support Israel, you say so. Loudly. Strong. You don't shrink from the moment to educate and inform your citizens on a subject of this magnitude. And for whatever reason, there's been, there's been no conversation from the governor of Indiana. Especially when you need it. 
He did the right thing and then didn't tell nobody about it. It's very strange. This happening while you have an entire news organization supposedly saying anti-Semitism? We don't know why it's happening. And a governor saying, I'll tell you why it's happening, would go a long way. People lie about Israel constantly. And they want us to buy into the lies. They want to gaslight us. I say no. And when you find leadership that's willing to make the trip and says that they're supportive, hold their feet to the fire and demand that they vocalize their support. You read Vox only for something to laugh about. Hold your elected officials to account and make sure they have the backbone to speak loudly. I'm Tony Katz.